listening to White The Truck. Boom! Chad, we're getting a little bit closer to Judgment Day. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Whoa! A Japanese billionaire. Uh-huh. The guy's name is uh, Senke. Huh? He built a system called Hell. It's a cy- cybernetic system. Sweet. And his company... Get this, Cyberdyne Systems. You think we're testing fate here? And uh, would you consider becoming a cyborg? Well, um, I'm already pretty digitized. If you can't tell, no, I am. Uh, I'm actually uh, a replicant. Ooh. I just wanted to let you know. Um, it's okay. I mean, look, I, I look and feel completely normal. Speaking of replicants, we were in two places at one time. Well, we were in a million places at one time, but we were in two. We were at yeah. CSCMP Edge on the Freightwaves booth, being live streamed to. To viewers there, I was going to say concert right. goers, but the real right. concert of Freight is Freightway is live. But CSCMP looked pretty cool too. And some of our friends online, I saw, you know, Mr. Supply Chain. He, uh, oh yeah, nice selfie with that. Shout uh, out, yeah, one of those Daniel the guy Stanton. from Trucker Tools. It wasn't Rod Shadow because Rod Shadow is who we interviewed, but uh, one yeah. other gentleman. Well, is it the original me here right now or the clone? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you decide. If you, if you could clone, imagine how much money Freightways can make if they could just clone us and just send us to every conference. That's that's happening at the same Don't time. Don't give them ideas. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't work um, as much, man. Oz, do you want to get to the headlines? It, well, it feels good to get back, doesn't it? It does. It's great to be back here in the Truth Booth. And yes, I'd love to hit some headlines, let everybody know what's going on. Yeah. The nice thing about hitting the road, though, is that. Did you introduce yourself? I, we never do. We never introduce ourselves. We're like, do we yeah, just assume people? Yeah, we, we kind of forget. We that's, forget that. That's Chad Prevost. Well, thanks for introducing me. And this <laughs> is Tim Dooner. Yeah. But most people call me Dooner, right? Yeah. Unless you're mad at me. Not Timothy. All right. But first, Dooner, we got to pay the bills. This episode of What the Truck is brought to you by Truckstop.com, the world's most trusted load board. Want to find the best carriers at the best rates? See market data, build relationships, and grow your business with Truckstop.com. Visit Truckstop.com today for more information. the blood off your nose. Right. Yeah, we, we got out just in time. Texas is swamped by major flooding. The yeah. last day we were there at uh, at the Insight Conference in downtown Houston, it was really, really coming down. We managed to find like a little pocket because we were close enough to walk. We, we about, got a window. We were at uh, that Hampton Inns and Suites. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, either way, it's Tropical Depression. Imelda, she continues to slam southeastern Texas. It's a weird name. Imelda, yeah. Imelda. Texas. And Where do they South- get that? Is that Greek? I don't know. I don't know. And it would, I don't think it's not a hurricane because, like, Dory, Dory, wouldn't E be next in that yeah, line of hurricanes? It's, it's, it is. It's a depression, which it, uh, it makes you depressed. There's so much rain, and, yeah. and yet it's not exciting like an actual hurricane. Well, it's nailing, it's nailing southwestern Louisiana with copious amounts of rain and life-threatening flooding, Galveston and Belmont. And we, when we were there, we saw in the news, Galveston was supposed to get 18 inches of rain. That's a yeah, hell of the, a lot of the rain. The day after. Yeah, it was yeah. a big part of the Houston freight market. Uh, they've been hit with some, they've been some of the hardest hit with flooded streets, there's been uh, government roadblocks, government shutdowns, and school closings. Yeah, uh, the relentless downpours and flooding won't even stop today. At all costs, truckers should avoid areas from just east of Houston northward to Tyler, Texas, as well as lanes eastward to Lake Charles and Shreveport, Louisiana. The Texas Department of Transportation is reporting closures on portions of that dangerous I-10 around Beaumont, Texas, and additional road closures are a strong possibility. As of this morning, uh, BNSF and Union Pacific have not reported any outages on their rails in the region yet. 
So, yeah, that's the update there in real time. Yeah, this be is safe, the, right? Be the, safe out there. Yes. To quote Nick Austin, who there's no replicant of Nick here. Stone Cold Austin. That is the real time news coming to you from us, our originals. Stone Hot Austin in uh in in Houston. Yeah, where are the people? It, no people in the streets there. It's weird. Great infrastructure. Yeah, not a lot of people. I guess. According to some, they were under underground. I think. I guess so. Uh, so Trump action blocking Trump's action is blocking California emissions authority. It will not impact impact trucking for now. The Trump administration's decision to revoke a waiver allowing California to set its own standards for automobile emissions will not impact regulations governing heavy duty trucks. But questions do remain about how the decision will influence. The development of future environmental policies governing the commercial vehicle industry. David Cleggern, Cleggern, a public information officer. I think you nailed that. Thank you. Uh, with, <laughs> <laughs> with CARB, the California Air Resources Board said in an email to FreightWaves, the waiver the U.S. EPA is threatening applies only to passenger vehicles. It has nothing to do with heavy-duty regulations. Yeah, a leader in state efforts to reduce greenhouse emissions, California has adopted pollution standards for cars and trucks that are much stronger than that, the national mandate. I'd say. But in a widely anticipated move, the Trump administration announced on September 18th that it was axing a key provision giving California the authority to enforce pollution requirements in passenger vehicles. Yeah. The news follows a Department of Justice decision earlier this month to launch an antitrust investigation into a July deal between the Golden State and four automakers. Hmm. Not the Golden State Warriors. The Golden Not State to be of confused California. with. Yes. yes. In the agreement, Ford, Volkswagen, Honda, and BMW agreed to abide by California's stricter fuel economy standards, even if Trump follows oh. through on his plan to roll back federal fuel economy standards put in place by the Obama administration. Interesting. Yeah, it looks like they're not gonna uh, they're not gonna listen to it, right? Yeah, they're going to continue to try to meet the policy standards of yeah. California and that they're setting for themselves. Well, you know, you know, other and a lot of corporate responsibilities happening with that, including at Freightways. Yeah. Oh, right. You've read the news today. Freightways pledges to offset carbon footprint for our event series. The Chattanooga startup, Us, yes. announces a green pledge. I love it. Yeah. Great to be a part of this. Yeah. I mean, and this is great. Um. So, uh, and this is written from the first person, but I guess I'll read it. I think the science of climate change is sound, and the impact will be felt on our planet for generations to come. I also believe that hydrocarbons are fundamental to our economy and remain the most efficient way to deliver energy through technology. Will eventually overcome the issue. Yeah, this and, is Craig Fuller's vision. Yeah, yeah, he 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 wrote this. Yeah, and and he writes that until that day, we have a corporate responsibility to do something. That's why we are implementing a green pledge, a promise that Freightways will encourage sustainability in our activities. Events and products will empowering our team to search for ideas, concepts, and innovations that can help the industry do more with less. A little cabo. Yeah, innovation. Great pillar. Sustainability. I love the vision. Great to be a part of this. Yeah. And get this, Dooner. Earlier this year, Freight Waves purchased carbon offsets to mitigate our corporate emissions footprint. We plan to increase these offsets as we continue to grow. And so today, in keeping with our green pledge, we, Freight Waves, we're announcing that we will be offsetting the carbon footprint at the at the live event, as we were just saying, yeah, and live. and other you know uh, you know uh, other um, all, all of our future yeah. event series. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, it was easy for me to say. I suppose uh, attendees won't have to do anything to become a part of the pledge. Don't worry on that. Mm-hmm. Following Freightwaves Live, we will buy carbon offsets from TerraPass to create a carbon neutral footprint 
for our attendees. These wow. offsets will cover estimated attendee air and car travel, hotel, food, water, oh. and event center accommodations. And, of course, the badass LEDs that help drive the experience. Good stuff. How do you feel about it? I feel terrific. I feel sustained. I even think, like, I I think there might be even some gamification going on. There's definitely going to be an awareness puts that in. But I know what I really yeah. love? The image that was on the article, and it's just a green version of our, our <laughs> blue stage. It's a simple touch, but a, a really compelling one. Yes. Visually memorable. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? We took that air flight recently, and we saw a very interesting article that, that we were going to talk about. For yeah. our focus, we don't need another person for this one. We literally. You yeah. and me. Ooh, let's dive deep. deep we literally, in. you know, these people say, well, give us the uh, 35,000 foot view. Yeah. We literally were at 35,000 feet while reading this article. All of our best ideas come when we travel together, too. You know, yeah, it does seem to be true. It's like kind of get, get, you know, shake things up. What are the, are they called like, I mean, like sometimes your best best thoughts are in the shower. They're yeah. called like gamma thoughts or gamma. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's what turned the Incredible <laughs> Hulk into the Not, not gamma rays. Gamma I rays. You're, you're, ga- Gamma wavelength. By the way, Thanks. shout out, shout out to yeah. the army recruits that were on our Delta Airlines flight. Yeah. There, there was a group that we went on and it was, the flight was maybe about 75% full. So Chad and I were able to, to move and sit next to each other. And we gave some army guys our seats, some new recruits. They were going off to basic training and, and congratulations to Delta for recognizing those young shoulders. Yeah. And looking at them made me feel so old too. Like, <laughs> it's just weird when you, as you get old, like yeah. an 18 year old just looks so young. Right. I'm like, you're just children. I, and uh, and they were they were going off to basic training, tough yeah. stuff. So, yeah. But but the big topic and the big trending topic in there was this article out of the box, and it was in the De- Delta Sky magazine, and it really got us talking about subscription services. Yeah. So uh, do you remember back in the day? Did you ever do one of these things where you you, you joined the Columbia Record Club and you'd get the free twelve yeah. free tapes and a penny, twelve for a penny, and then as long BMG. as yeah or whatever it was. And as long as you would like buy one a month for the next, you know, few months, then you could get them. And like, so that's kind of what we're talking about with yeah. subscription, but better. It's well, way different. Well, I, I mean, if you've ever listened to a podcast, too, you've been inundated with the ads all, on all of the major podcasts, yeah. except for ours. You, there are ads for all of these different subscription services. You've probably heard of like Blue Apron with their food. There's one. Uh, Dollar a, Shave Club. Yeah. Um, one of them that I didn't think of that the article talked about, because you were like, do you subscribe to any of these things, Dooner? Yeah. And I said, well, actually, you know, because they, they mentioned, I was going to say no at first. I did do Dollar Shave Club for a little bit, but I wasn't pleased with the razors. But I do do Amazon subscribe and save. So every month they send me, or every couple of months, they send me a replenishment of a good. Well, before we even, like, let's let's uh, think about that. I, I like to occasionally when we have these talks or uh, examine kind of a... Um, something happening in the industry, let's explore whether we think it is a fad or a trend. We're always right. looking for those trend stories, right? Sure. Those, those stories are going to evolve. So let's, so the booming subscription e-commerce market. Tony fad, Parker. Fad or trend, Duna? The, the, the subscription market is a fad or a trend? Well, yeah. one of the things that, I, that I've been reading, and before I even read the article, was that they're doing a great job of recruiting customers, first-time buyers, and it's costing them a lot. Their CAC is huge. The who's, who's, the, who's the they? You All mean of these entrepreneurs com- for the yeah. These well, companies? a lot of these companies. So they're going okay. out and they're giving out uh, they're giving out coupons, you know, or, or yeah. free subscription to get people addicted to the service or to get used to the service of having things delivered. Yeah. But there's a lot of cost involved in that, especially in the sure. shipping cost in the final mile of bringing. Good. So I think that right now it's obviously a trend, and there's it's what it's grown by more than a hundred percent annually. From yeah. from 2013 until 2018. Yeah. 
Uh, and apparently, too, there's still lots of room for growth in the industry, and the barrier for entry is really low. But what brands are now getting faced with in these, I don't know what you might call it, if it, like if it's if it is a trend, it might be turning into the middle innings here, yeah. uh, in terms of the maturity of the industry. Uh, maybe still early. I mean, you could we could argue that, but it's getting harder and harder to get attention, yeah. like you're saying, and then it's harder and harder to sustain that attention. Yeah. Um, to use this term that I, I kind of hate, and it always like it irks me, is stickier. Yeah. But to make yourself stickier, I don't know why it irks yeah. me so much. It's just one of those words I have a pet peeve against. Well, this is, well, I get you know, and well, apparently what these brands, you know, like any brand, I suppose, is trying to do, but they want to be indispensable in your life. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like, I mean, what is there anything that's indispensable? Well, what like I, I was going to say, what I found interesting about the article is that yeah. well, you and I may not have a huge value. It's not a huge value proposition to us, or we just haven't gotten it in our blood yet. What I did found interesting was that for people who do, for people who like these services, the active subscriber, it said, holds, the average one holds two, but nearly 35% have more than three of those services. I thought that that was interesting. So over a third or around a third of the uh, consumers of subscription-based e-commerce services um, like it enough. They're doing it multiple times, three or more. Yeah. Very interesting. Also, here's another interesting statistics for you uh, stat nerds out there. McKinsey's latest uh, data collection on the subject there. Um, the, they say that the largest subscription retailers generated, and this is 2016 in 2016, yeah. more than 2.6 billion. And now if you compare that, it's all the way up from in 2011. It was only 57 million. Yeah, but get get that, get, get this. There's still room for growth. Yeah, like wait, there's more because right. only yeah, 15 percent yeah. of total online shoppers have even signed up for one or more subscription service. And I guess if it gets sticky, they would <laughs> sign up for two or three. Yeah. Uh, well, and what and you know another little demographic thing of point of interest here is that uh, you're you're most likely to be an e-commerce subscriber. If you're between the ages of 25 mm -hmm. and 44, I don't yes. know what that means for the 45-year-old. Yeah. You're getting you, a little out You're there. out of there. You're, yeah. just, you're just outside oh, of that. Oh, thanks. Uh, like, you're just revealing me. Huh? Yeah, I know. I'm totally out of it. Uh, and and if they're earning kind of between fifty dollars and, and $100,000, yeah. um, they're, they're in. It um, describes me. And I am. I do that it, Amazon replenish. You know, and it, you're right. And as a matter of fact... I, I kind of don't do it. Well, like, interestingly that, enough, because, you, so you know, I'm very three wary. Types, though. Well, I'm going to say there's three types. So you don't do any but, of these? No, there's, because, you know, because, like, well, yeah, tell us the types. Yeah, there's curation services, which is like yeah, when curation. you get a box of stuff and they pick out some clothing Could for you. Could be like you. Stitch Fix. Yeah, something um, like that. Which And, and they, maybe they should sponsor our attire. You know, <laughs> wear a little bit. We'll put it on the F for you. But uh, the curation <laughs> services, that makes up 55%. They are curated meals, you know, like a blue apron or okay, something. Right. Then there's the replenishment, which is I do, like, Amazon subscribe and save, where they send me X amount of razors every three months and cat food and, and stuff like yeah. that. And then there's access, where people spend money to get access to deals. Yeah, those those three. And they, those are the least. The, None the of those people appeal do to you? Repl replenishment. I mean, so occasionally, like, I'm on Amazon, and, I, you know, maybe I'll need some toilet paper or some Tide or something, and... And, we're, and then it'll ask you, do you want this once a month? And I'm like, I feel, I, you know, I'm wary from my Columbia record deal days yeah. where it's hard to get. I don't want to have to think about it again. And I don't I don't want to also, by the way, start getting front loaded with just like I don't want my front stoop to, to ha I don't want to yeah. I don't want to have 500 rolls of toilet paper before I remember to go turn the button off. And you, you bring up a great point. So it's eventually <clears> like with the with the subscribe and save the Amazon, it's almost like Lucy in the chocolate factory. You know, eventually like I'm getting so much toilet paper and so much contact lens solution and so many razor blades. And like, do I really look like any of that many razor blades yeah. um, that like 
I have a surplus of them, and then that's when I cancel, and that's the issue. I think it was that a lot of these yeah. brands are having is just con- containing the buyer, Con- containing it. Yeah, yeah um, they're not as essential. I think it was Violet Beauregard and, and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I don't so, think there was a Lucy. We gotta, we gotta um, go to. Uh, okay, so that I said was Lucy. I love Lucy. Oh, I love Lucy. Oh, you said in the chocolate factory. Yeah, she so. works in a chocolate factory. I love Lucy, and all uh, the chocolates going on. Like, do you never I watch d- TV Land or anything? <laughs> but, no, not even Holy then. Holy cow! That, well, I, anyway, so all you're right. saying trend on this, not fad? No, no. I and, think there's aspects of it that will survive, but I don't think as many services that are out there right now will. And I think it's interesting what like Blue Apron is doing. It like by but they're putting their stuff in grocery La- stores. Last thought on it. I I agree. I think trend, but what I think that we're about to see in the industry is a lot of cons- is is some consolidation. Well, we'll follow up Big with this later, thoughts. but we got to get on the radar yeah. with Blake England. On Come the on radar. In. Presented by Sonar. Looking a little sweaty. It's, well, yeah, we're just well, wait. You spend seven minutes in here. You'll be yes. walking out of uh, yeah. water. Your little armpits over there and your Hawaiian shirt will yeah. look like uh, we'll you've been in the you, are. you want to put some cans on? Yeah. Yeah. Increase on the heat head. right now? It's, it's linen, so it breathes well, pretty well. Oh. We mentioned we mentioned at the beginning of the show that we were in Houston at Insight. You were at CSCMP Edge in Anaheim. Yeah. Tell us about it. What's the report from the floor? We covered in depth. Insight and our two shows from Houston earlier in the week. Go back and watch those on, on YouTube or Freightways.com slash podcast if you just want to hear us and don't want to look at us. Um, but anyways, tell us, about the, tell us about the conference. It was awesome. Uh, the Anaheim Convention Center is, uh, is pretty cool. It's right across the street from Disneyland, so there's a lot of people Ooh, wow. walking across the street with Mickey Mouse ears everywhere. So, um, yeah, it was fun. There was did, a lot did of Did you shippers. go across the street and, yeah. uh, go, and did you spend some time at the Magic Kingdom? Did you Kingdom? see Kyle on his honeymoon? I know. Kyle he was honeymoon? actually in Disney World, but oh, I thought it was ironic. That's across the... Wait uh, a second. They have Galaxy's Edge up at, at Disneyland and Disney World? Yes. Yeah, so, Galaxy's oh. Edge... Are the there thing- two Magic Kingdoms? But- there's just one. Oh, there's- the thing is with Disneyland is it's landlocked. So uh, they basically, if they want to add like an avatar yeah. or something, they have to tear something down. So yeah, they have, no, I've been, uh, they have I've been many times. Though. I used to live out in California for a while. It's a California Institute of the Arts, and uh, I'd, I'd been multiple times. I like that haunted. Um, the right, it's old school, but it's like the, the Tower the haunted, of Terror, the Haunted Manor. No, oh. the Haunted Manor. Okay, I think they rebranded that to um, Guardians of the Galaxy. At wow, Disneyland, you're so. a little out of touch. Yeah. Um, all right. So, all right. Tell. So. Forget about Disneyland. We want to talk about CSCMP Edge. What was going on inside there? What in that Magic Kingdom? Yeah, so they had a, they had a great exhibition floor. Um, Freight Waves actually, obviously, I'm biased, but we had the best booth. Yeah, um, as far as like LED boards. So uh, the espresso machine on day one that was mm. a large. Hit. Oh, I can see that. We had a to lot of foot traffic. That lovely yeah. thing at uh, at McLeod. Nice. Yeah. And the cool thing is, I know that uh, you know this, and probably you too, but. Um, we were live streaming you guys at mm. Trimble yeah. while we had the espresso machine in front of the TV. So, wow. wow. Was anyone yeah. watching? Sounds very caffeinated. Wow. I saw, yeah. I saw, yeah. Well. <laughs> and maybe a few people internally, too. Yeah. yeah. I heard um, about that. Notice yeah, that Chad, that's that's uh, great to hear. Your hat's not on backwards today. Uh, yeah, no hat. No hat. Going, nope. yep. Not not taking chances. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey Blake, so you, you're 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 going to give us some uh, some sonar overview. What are some things trending in the sonar right now? Yeah, so you're checking out. We are constantly adding new data sets, pretty much weekly, to sonar. Uh, one of the major ones, um, which is a big coup for for sonar users Ooh, specifically, 
C O U P. Yes. Um, yeah. So about a week ago, two weeks ago, yeah. we uh, we added 100% of the inbound and outbound rail and intermodal volume across North America. Blake, um, which is huge. Blake, talk about content marketing. You know who I <laughs> interviewed on Freeways Insiders, the episode that just came out today. Who? The president and CEO of the Association of American Railroads. Nice. Wow. Yeah, were you ke- were you keeping it rail? Yeah, I was keeping it real. Did real, it, yeah. real. Did it? Shh. Boom. So, uh, right, so we got that one. new so index. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so uh, it's huge. It's an inter- industry first as far as, okay. uh, you know, one platform online that is Cowbell putting. First. As far as uh, a platform online, you can't really get it anywhere else uh, aside from Sonar. And, you know, it's really uh, gives you deep insights into uh, what's going on in the business of rail and intermodal across all of North America. Um, and from a rates perspective, right now we have uh, 105 or- origin and destination points for spot rates. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that updates weekly. Um, you know, but overall it really gives you, um, you know, an unprecedented view into uh, global trade and port activity. And then it leaks into into what's happening in the trucking market as well. So, um, it's big stuff, big time. Another whole dimension to the, you know, we cover all kinds of logistics. It's good to have data points for, all, you know, all the different points. That's great to hear. It sounds very comprehensive. Keeping it real, man. Yeah, yeah. and if people want to, existing Sonar users, this is a new feature. Sonar gets bigger and bigger. If they want a demo and or some instructions on how to access this rail data, yeah. or if potential customers are like, oop, that's a secret sauce. Now they got the rail data. Now I'm in. I do a lot of intermodal. How do they get in touch with you? Yeah, so our uh, Sonar sales team, you can go uh, on our website, go to uh, the Sonar page and request a demo, or you can reach out to me directly. Uh, My last name is England. My email is bengland at freightwaves.com. Feel free to shoot me an email, and I'll get you squared away. Bengland. Bengland. Great stuff. Aside from our booth, what would you say? Because we were, like, rating the swag at our conference, and we were looking (laughs) at all the booths, and we are trying to be as unbiased as possible. What what was another great booth that you saw? Because I saw some... That Six River Systems, I interviewed a guy named Greg Walls from there, and I know that they just made they just made a big deal. They got a huge um, acquisition. But they have these robots, Chuck, and I saw some of their Chuck robots were at the XPO booth. I don't know if you had a chance to see those. Yeah, there was a lot of good, uh, a lot of awesome automation as far as robotics. Uh, right next to us, I thought uh, DSC really good, did a good job. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Richie Sager. He's the man. Um, they were giving away, uh, they were doing a golf club raffle. So. Ooh. I think they sponsor like Disc five. Golf? No, actual oh. Titleist, uh, Titleist uh, golf clubs. So they, I think they sponsor five PGA Tour pros. Yeah. Um, so that wow. that created a lot of traffic. Nice. So is a shout out so that you'll maybe win in the Have raffle. Golf clubs. Yes, but Richie knows <laughs> that I need left-handed clubs, so oh. I'm, oh. I'm still waiting on that. We even wow. knew there were left. I never even knew. I know so little about golf. <laughs> Except I, I used to play like the Tiger Woods video game. You don't need to know anything that you don't already know about disc golf. Yeah, you know. All right, Blake. Thank you for joining us today. Appreciate you having me. Thank you, Blake. Blake England, Bingland at FreightWaves.com. Do I get the cowbell? Oh, you. Oh, you want to short me on that? Of course. Short me on that. I I thought I was back at the the conference floor. We had to be uh, judicious with our cowbell hitting. Yeah, you can't. Not in here. You can't be obnoxious at the conference. No freaking nuts in here. I Boom. have never seen the reverse it. grip. Yeah, he went this way. Think we went the reverse grip. Clever. I'm not a drummer. Unintentional. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, I All appreciate right. it, guys. All right. Thanks, Blake.
All right, is the, is the dean, dean out, there. out there? We're about to go over the is dean's there list. There's a dean citing the mean See, machine. This is a new segment. I the love when we have grumpy. dean in town, and he has been in town more than ever lately, right? Yeah. And one of the things about dean is he usually drives an eighteen wheeler down here. <laughs> I don't know about if he usually. Well, a lot of times he does. He he, he has been known to. He is a fascinating yes, character. And he does, but sometimes he flies. <laughs> <laughs> I think usually. Yeah. Is, yeah. is he out there? Is he coming uh, on in? I'm not um, I'm not sure. He is oh, he's coming, coming down as we speak. Do you think that Dean subscribes to any boxes of goods? Do you think he has any? Like, is that big in Australia? I'm going to say, I mean, I don't know about Australia, but I'm going to say no. He doesn't fit the demographic. To, you know? Well, oh, you know, yeah. but there's got to be outliers, right? Just right, right. X percent are in that. And it was 55%, I think, were in that age group. Oh, is that all? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I, 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 well, maybe. Uh, does he? Well, we'll have to find out. He he is a repository. He's had so many interesting experiences. Do you know that he start he 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 was like running his dad's tractor in Australia. He was driving that thing when he was three years old. He, he first comes. drove a truck when he was eight. Ladies and gentlemen, Dean. Dean, late to the party. Let's, let's play. Um, let's play our intro. Yeah, for I wanted to put his headphones on. Can oh, you close yeah, the door right. behind you? You don't live yeah, in a I barn. Got, I got it. I used to. Oh, <laughs> 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 see. <laughs> All right, new segment. Lady was very excited about making Fantastic. the dean's list. Fantastic! Yes, making the dean's list. Uh, it is a very prestigious honor. What is the first thing on your mind on the dean's list? What has uh, what's made your list, Dean? Um, first one is the notice of proposed rulemaking that was announced by the federal government on August the fourteenth. We've mm-hmm. got until next uh, this coming Saturday week to file our comments. Okay. Uh, in particular, one of the things that I hear a lot from drivers, uh, they'd love to have some sort of a relief or, or flexibility around the split sleeper berth. Yes. Uh, in particular, the five and five. Um, the I think the regulations they're proposing to move it to a seven and two, being able to split the 10-hour up into a seven and two uh-huh. and one. But the reality is most drivers prefer a five and five. Yeah. Uh, five on, five off, especially teams. It's a really important um, way to run your fleet. Uh, yeah. The reason is that most drivers only get about four and a half hours sleep during the day. Um, anyway, if, yeah. if you're in a bouncing sleeper cab, it's very hard to sleep beyond that. Four and a half seems to work really well. And, of course, if you do that twice a day, you've got nine hours sleep. So you actually end up with more sleep. Dean, what would you prefer? Five and five. You would like five and five? Five and five. I just just know that sitting there, because of physiology, if you're in the sleeper cab and you allow sunlight to hit the optic nerve, it wakes the brain up. So Mm. if you're trying to sleep after sunrise in a sleeper cab during the day, the probability of getting sleep is actually very low, especially especially good quality sleep is very low. If you don't know this about Dean, he is also literally a sleep expert, has uh, thousands of hours of research into the subject. And so I would say... That they should listen and, and, to the proposal. And more so, thousands of falling asleep events at the wheel, running off the road. Wow. Like, so I've got some you serious experience. Thousands. I've been to some funerals. This is a really serious topic. Yes. So hopefully the FMCSA is listening to the comment period. Before we get to number two on your list, I just have one question. A, lot, a big thing right now, and we speak about trending, is blue lighting on apps for, for nighttime. Uh-huh. Is there merit to that? Well, so have you ever asked, why is the sky blue? Yeah. You have. 
The reason is... There is a like, scientific reason of, and not just a philosophical If you think about yes, light as being invisible light, light's yeah. made up of a spectrum of colours. and they all, yes. they all move at a different wavelength. Right, so the uh, the blues and greens are at the shorter 450 nanometer wavelength. They, when they bounce off the particles coming into the atmosphere, they reflect re- reflect the most. The yeah. the the indigos and the purples and the reds are flatter, and they go through the particles. So the the sky is blue because the blue light at that particular frequency gets reflected the most. Yeah. So that's why the sky is blue. So long story short, uh-huh. we've grown up in tune with blue light. So when blue light hits the optic nerve in the morning, that's the start of the sleep-wake cycle Mm. for the next 24 hours. So if you're watching a phone that's emitting disproportionate amounts of blue light so close to the eyes, Mm. it tells the brain daylight's here, wake up, shuts down melatonin production, and delays sleep. Yeah, I was trying to see if Duner was on my wavelength earlier talking about gamma gamma waves, um, but now we're learning. It's this is what I'm talking about: edutainment. Uh, yeah, that was edutainment. <laughs> All right, number two. Number two, uh, wait times. So uh, we've seen wait times increase. We define wait time as the amount of time truckers spend uh, unloading and loading since the ELD mandate yes. came in 20 months ago. Uh, every minute you spend on the loading dock now becomes opportunity cost. Yeah. Uh, for drivers, uh, well, hell. Yep. Most carriers yeah. give them, you know, a ship of two hours to unload typically, which is way too long. We've got to change that. But the problem is, for every hour a driver sits on a dock, the opportunity cost is about twenty dollars, which is you know fifty miles an hour at forty cents a mile, roughly. And that's why we've called the war on detention. In Absolutely. Mm. Drivers want to drive, not sit on docks. And every minute they spend on a dock comes off their weekly allowance of sixty or seventy hours. Here's one dean that won't give you a detention. (laughs) (laughs) Or will he? (laughs) He might give some shippers a detention for those detention times. Uh, Yeah, so we will keep fighting that. That sounds like a a whole subject for another day. Well, well, one thing, though, what's the worst? Do you know what the worst market is for it or who's really bad? Like, who's the I know, like, grocery stores are usually terrible offenders, right? Oh, right. You are exactly right. It's specialty stores, Mm. uh, specialty stores, department stores, busy retail season. Car parks are full of uh, shoppers. Hard yeah. to get trucks in and out. Uh, um, their wait time is now up to 146 minutes per loading, unloading event. And that's real-time data. Yep, real-time data. And uh, that's an increase since August the 11th of about 68%. Wow. So, so anybody hauling things that are for specialty stores, department stores, in the retail sector, wait times are through the roof. Well, wow. right now we're losing the war, at least the, the battle of the last month. Yeah. Okay. Albeit Great information. Number three. Number three. Um, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. But oh, winter no. is coming. Uh, well, don't blame him. Feel like just, it here. He's just the messenger. <laughs> we, um, That's actually, it's about 10 degrees cooler, right, in Chattanooga. Hey, it's like uh, a brisk, it's um, a brisk 80 degrees. 85. And, yeah. And yeah. my wife said we had our first frost in Boston this morning. Ooh. So uh, the leaves are changing, winter's coming, uh, the okay. seasons change pretty quickly. What I, I really need to do, and I'm doing this with my Peterbilt, I'm winterizing it now. Yeah, uh, I don't do an awful lot of miles, but I know that as soon as it gets cold, all of the cracks and leaks in air hoses and water hoses start to materialize. Okay. Uh, so what I'm doing now is I'm replacing water hoses. I'm lubricating all of the rubber seals around the door trims, the hood, greasing all the different uh, joints in the truck. 
um, having spare fluids on hand, making sure I've got all my emergency kits, I've got my uh, uh, starter cables, I've got backup fluids, I've got the right level of de-icing fluid in the truck. So I would suggest now, wow. rather than wait until it's too late until you're on the side of the road, start thinking about how to winterize your truck now. Preventive maintenance. Yeah. Yeah, new wiper blades is another big one. Ooh, yeah. Always new wiper blades, you can never have enough. Makes a world of difference when it's just crystal clear, when it just clears, yeah, absolutely. right? Absolutely. You know, Dean, you share some great insights online. You're a great social media follow how can people reach out and maybe make the dean's list yeah <laughs> it's pretty good uh freight waves at freight waves me you can catch me freight on waves me nice. yep. market expert thank you for joining he us is indeed thank yeah. you for the entertainment yeah. first you want you want to hit the cowbell? oh like, like by all means how many times Please. as many as you like there you go there you okay. go three, 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 three getting down to business the three demerits on the dean's list <laughs> he's got places to be yeah all right. Thank you, Dean. Thank you, guys. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. We heard from Dean, and now it's time to hear from you, the readers, on the new and improved FreightWaves.com with a little thing we like to call... Comment section rodeo. <laughs> oh, I love this time of the day where we get to play this game. Yeah. Do this segment. This is from uh, a comment from the article AB5 Passage Upends California's Independent Trucking yeah, Model. Big story. Uh, from JF. So let me see if I can understand this. A person buys a truck, goes through all the procedures to get licensed, permitted, and insured under his own company name, basically bought his own tools to do the job, and is offered a load to haul by another trucking company. Works for this other company off and on, and this company is obligated to pay for his benefits. Oh, and also make sure he's got his expenses correct so he comes out with a healthy wage. Well, then I guess a contractor building a truck of houses will need to do the same when he hires out subcontractors. Good job on moving further away from capitalism than the opportunity to create your own business. Wow. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay, interesting it, sounds tough. it sounds like a tough place to, to run a business now, yeah. especially with so much final mile with this ruling. It doesn't seem like they entirely and I understand where they're going for, which yeah. is uh, and I think that they're looking at the ride share, but they're not understanding the impact this has on the people who move America, our, our truck drivers and freight operators. There's regulation and then there's too much regulation. Yeah. Yeah. OK, so this is from W. I don't know if it's, it's George W. Bush, but it just says W. w. And it says the politics. Politburo. The Politburo. Was it like a donkey? The Politburo <laughs> of the People's Republic of Calicomnia is ever goose step marching forward. And he, like, he put a question mark. Wow. I wasn't sure if he this spelled was forward really correctly. really difficult to read. W, you did spell forward correctly. Um, on their agenda to become a completely communistic prefecture. All hail your supreme prefecture? czar and the righteous Politburo, for they know what is best for you. I just wonder when you lemmings are going to be required to wear your rainbow uniforms at all times <laughs> okay. to stop your phrase your leaders in unison on a daily basis. Just be careful where you step. Uh -huh. The excrement you got on your shoes may be from your comrades. Wow. What a laughing stock your prefecture has become. Your prefect. Wow. Man, that, I mean, some really big vocabulary. That, that got I, you know, a that. lot of, there, was, there were a lot of comments in there that yeah. like, were just not fit for, for our own utterance. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Uh, so but this is from the article, Schneider National Selects Platform Science hmm. for Next Gen ELD tel Telematics Solution. This is Nicholas G. 
Yeah, I've only been with him for over a month, and already I'm going to say I call total BS on the less stressful part. Huh. The sloppy performance with these tablets only makes my job more stressful than easy. Workflow often takes too long to load. Not all messengers on Messenger get sent. HOS sometimes doesn't want to function only once. I never received a work assignment, which completely screwed up my work schedule. Uh, plus, the fact that you'll be put into driving duty immediately after going over 5 MPH can mm. be most annoying, yeah. especially when you're only moving the tractor in a yard to do a simple DNH. In my case, that's 80% of my load deliveries. Uh, okay. Well, I, you know, I, it sounds tough, and, you know, there's nothing more frustrating than being out in the road in the middle, uh, you know, under fire, under the under the clock, and your technology's yeah. not working the way you want it to, and you're, you know. Or I can see you're, you're trying to find a parking space, you know, in the gas station or something, and you go six miles an hour, and then it triggers yeah. to... Yeah, maybe some glitches to work out. Maybe, maybe some feedback. Yeah, and I don't know if that's user error or not. But, Chad, here's yeah. the article that really got our readers fired up. And it says, Insurance Group Cautions Against FMCSA's Short Haul Proposal. Okay. This one's from Bill. I love it. Get paid to create a problem, then get paid to solve it. What a racket. <laughs> it, it was never so broken. Why fix it? Now that we have the tool to enforce the rules, let's go back to the original hours of service. I know it will never happen because once you spend millions on this study and that study, something for better or worse is going to change. Follow the money on this one, folks. Ah, okay. Uh, well, on the same article, Chuck Sopa writes, maybe all the dumbasses that tell us how and what to do should actually jump in a truck and drive for a year and see how this works. I can think of 10 other things that make our roads unsafe before the truck driver should be blamed. Mm. Okay. Well, David says, fatigue is probably the least likely cause of accidents at all. What a bunch of morons we have trying to control the trucking industry. The FMCSA says safety, 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 when the reality is control, control, control. Mm. Well, like we said, regulation. Uh, Doc says, oh, great. I'm glad I don't have a CDL anymore trying to blast through bad weather traffic all because your dispatcher gave you a tight schedule. Doc pay for late arrivals, no pay for waiting, heavy fines from government for things completely out of your control, electronic logs that make you pull over and park where you're not supposed to, or truck stops that charge you to park. Glad I got out of it. Now I get a paycheck and I'm home. Mm. Yep. Swing boat. Swing boat. Uh, and I think he's going to bring us out. Swing boat says... How about a required driving safety course for all of the idiots and four-wheelers whipping around me and driving into the off-ramp? Of all the reasons I hear about what causes CMV accidents, I never hear any solutions that involve proper driver training for those who don't have CDLs. Cars run into cars all the time. Cars run into trucks all the time. But we barely run into each other. Now, I see CMV drivers all the time on their phones. I've seen a driver watching TV on a tablet strapped to his sun visor. I've seen a guy driving with a newspaper opened on his steering wheel. These are all problems, but none of these things have to do with the duty driving window. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, I don't know how to regulate the guy, you know, people reading newspapers. newspapers. Yeah, um, that's, and, um, I mean, that's just a behavioral thing. Right? <laughs> I mean, we can't, you know. You know, I have. shaving. You know, I ha it has crossed my mind that if they really wanted to, you know, stop speeding yeah they could just film all the highways all the time and just kind of auto ticket you every time you went over maybe i shouldn't give them any ideas you yeah know what i mean like, yeah what are you uh, trying to do over here? that would be a pretty big deal if they did that though i would fight that tooth and nail i would speed big every deal. day Woo. Little deal. where's emily's thing big deal
She's the big deal. The always on time Emily Zink. Here no, she, she was is. right. She was right on oh, deck. Like, she no. was. She was on Oh, time. okay. Fashionably I, late this No, time. I actually was on. I actually was early. Yeah. Uh, I know. I, I saw you sitting right over there, but then you were like, oh, I guess I'll wander off. I said off. always on time. Yeah. Yes, given the benefit Thank of the you. doubt. Are mm. you guys ready to play? Yeah, we are. Little so deal. Ready. We're born we're ready. Okay. Well, who won last time? Obviously me. That's why Chad has to That's start why first Chad gets to go first. I'm just... I'm just going to be Gentleman's modest. Choice. And... Yes. Okay. Well, UPS drivers will be sporting a new pullover polo style shirt. Mm. Is that an athletic upgrade or just more brown <laughs> cow, Chad? Well, that is an athletic upgrade. I'm <laughs> so excited for them. They're, 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 you know, they're the uh, industrial athletes out mm-hmm. there. They are like bending over. They're hefting large packages. They're moving. They're leaping tall buildings. They're doing whatever they can in the, in the very, in the very dense last mile area space. And these things, apparently they've got uh, this, this, this sweat wicking material. So, uh, they you know, yeah. they won't, you know, it won't show up. So, uh, there have been interesting little transformations of the, u- of the uniform over the years. Uh, and this one I think is a big deal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just wanted him to stop talking. He was going on taking all my points from me. I was going to talk about the sweat wicking material. I could use a little Tough bit of luck, that in here. Monica. Oh yeah. You know, that kind of material though, I, I can't, and I hope these guys are linked, but it makes me break out into like a rash. I can't like do those man-made polymers and stuff like that. But you know what? I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I'm glad they kept with brown, even though brown is kind of an ugly color. It's very iconic. You know, yeah. it's very iconic yeah. of the UPS guy. It looks very similar. They just made a little bit more uh, athletic and the, the cut's better. And a lot of the employees seem to like it. So, I mean, good for them. Yeah. Okay. Like you said, it, it does take a lot of athleticism. My two cousins yeah. do it during the holidays and they say that's really? in the best shape they ever are. It's oh. when yeah. they're delivering for UPS. And, and I guess yeah. Christmas time, too. You're running up and down those driveways. Yeah. Delivering more stuff than ever. Yeah. You got to yes. have a good back. Of course. Okay, Dooner. Virginia Tech Transportation Institute received a $7.5 million federal grant to develop an automated trucking fleet to help set industry guidelines for <laughs> autonomous vehicle technology. Is this a big rig deal or a ghost rider deal? Uh, it's, it's a big deal. I mean, I really like what's going on with that. I'm really interested in robotics and automation and it's great that they're giving it to learning institutions with and not just companies with a vested interest in getting their product out as quickly as possible because another 7.5 million dollar grant went to the uh, Virginia um, uh, traffic board as well to develop it so it's nice to see the collaboration between all of these different schools of thought and, and institutions to put together the the best product possible. It's a ghost rider deal. It's a drop in the bucket. And the grant was for 50 or $60 million. Yeah. They only get 7.5. Well, Come on. Like, spread out over all the other institutions. Billions in infrastructure to understand how to regulate the autonomous vehicle technology industry. Come on. Terrible. Oof, mic trap there. They're well, just <laughs> they're just doing studies. At all FedEx, right. the pain continues. Weak fiscal force. First quarter numbers leave some wondering if the company has lost its focus. Is that a big deal or a little deal, Chad? Uh, let's see. Is it? Hmm. Uh, I am going to. This is a tough one. It's a complicated subject. Uh, I am going to say it is a little deal. I'm thinking this through because it's not. It's it's a little bit of a question. I think of whether it's a structural deal with FedEx or whether it's a cyclical deal. 
And I think there's some cyclical aspects to it where they will come out of it. And some of the structure things you can't completely control. It's a very complicated global industry and world we're, we're living in. And they are a gigantic company. I think they'll come out of it. Okay, so little deal. What do you think, Dooner? I'll go with big deal. And the reason why is, I mean, the stock was down 12 cents, not... Not the hugest deal that happens to companies, but there was a great point made in an article that we published, and it was talking about the culture of FedEx. And I worked for FedEx Trade Networks, and what really resonated with me was what they were talking about, how FedEx has, for a long time, sort of neglected some of their adopted children to build out their own parcel business. And that was a feeling I oftentimes and other people kind of echoed, and and I'd heard when I was working at FedEx Trade Networks, that we were just the brokerage arm, but we were kind of the... The little kid on the block, we were a little bit ignored. We didn't get all the attention that that the people down in Memphis did. So I think that there's some merit in that. And I think that FedEx needs to get a little bit more nimble and to um because it's not all just parcel delivery. Yeah, good point there and good insight. Well, small fleets continued to add to their tractor counts by 5% since last September. Over that same time, fleets who operate more than 1,000 units have decreased tractor count size by almost 3.5%. Are you buying or selling this deal? Well, you know, the reason why you're seeing these smaller carriers buy up trucks isn't to grab, you know, your traditional type of of capacity. There a lot of them are trying to add capacity to the market for things like, uh, you know, like the XBO, the XBO's new brokerage app. I believe it's called XBO Go, um, uh, things like Uber Freight. So they want to get into that on-demand network and and use load boards like truckstop.com to to pick up freight and tap into that. That market. So I don't think it's a huge deal because I don't think that they're buying them in mass in the sense that happened last year that put a lot of trucking carriers in the place that the bad place that they are. I don't think that was an option. I mean, it's like it's not a little deal. deal. Oh, you're saying it's a little deal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just wasn't Um, huge. I am going to say that the overall issue of tractor counts and capacity in the industry is a big deal. And, uh, you know, so, like uh, these, these guys that are they're, they're, they're trying to beef up some of their capacity, they only have one to six trucks in these, in these cases. Um, but I, I just I, I think that they should be careful, like about adding too much, you know, capacity back uh, with rates such as they are. Um, so, so, uh, so big deal. And we need to. Uh, that's drive by XBO. I believe that's drive by XBO. Did I say XBO Go? I believe yes, it's Drive, drive by, by XBO. Okay. Yes, they sponsor of course. Ju- the night shift. No, no, that's Julia. why I wanted to correct myself. Yes. I was oh, just, well, uh, we appreciate yes. that. I had HBO Go Pre- in my yes. head. XBO. I got HBO Go. Yes, yeah. I do too. Appreciate you. <laughs> well, this one is really interesting. <clears throat> Last mile delivery drivers may start doing assembly of your products at your home. Put it together or take it apart, Chad. What do you? How do you feel? Big deal for me because I, I have <laughs> you trouble. You don't have to do it. Well, yeah, because uh, it's it's hard for me to put some of those things together. Uh, the the drawings are usually really small and like and, and just like a drawing and it's not like clear the instructions like IKEA and I'm not super you want like written instructions <laughs> you want to like read it instead yeah, I want a good story yeah. I hope they start off with a attention getting sentence and give me a good plot no um. Uh, so big deal because also, you know, as we talk about this autonomous stuff, um, drivers may be becoming uh, less relevant in the space. Maybe they'll they'll have little little drone bots everywhere doing the deliveries, and this keeps their keeps them employed and a necessary part of the supply chain. Yeah, that's true. I think it's a big deal, but not for the reasons you said. Like what you just said <laughs> right now is kind of stupid. I mean, honestly, hey, because they're not going to put them in the truck. Personal. They would like no. dispatch them. That they is would like not stupid. They would dis- dispatch them in trucks. They would have like satellite like builders that they would freelance like contractors 
on-demand contractors, and they would have them come in cars to people's houses. I don't think no, they would have them in the truck driving. That's not Why what, would you employ a driver to do that? Well, that's what Vishnu was saying in the article. That they, uh, the, that yeah, it might, I just think that doesn't make any sense. Okay. I don't think that that... If you're going to have automated trucks bring... It there, I guess I could disagree with Vishnu then. I don't yeah. think that if you have automated trucks, I don't think you just put a driver in the truck to assemble furniture. I think that you would it would be quicker to just have it drop it off than another guy come, so then that truck can move. Why would you leave wow. the truck there and have you, the guy come back? It's crazy. You've got the future all figured out already. Well, I'm just saying it doesn't well, make any sense wait. the well, way no, that, that I mean, played wait, out. No, Dude actually, you, just you might not here. be right there. I don't know because you're talking about two different delivery. Like, uh, you know, well, why would the, it make sense for the? Okay, never mind. <laughs> but, I think you guys no, have had but, too okay. much time together. No, here's the thing. Here's <laughs> too the much thing. traveling. That may be here's true. But uh, in terms of the assembly, I, why yeah. did it take so long? Like yeah, people hate so assembling true. stuff. We're getting lazier than ever. You know, so people true. don't even yeah. go out to get their food. So no. of course they want someone to come in and fix it. And I don't think I've ever made a piece of IKEA furniture that I haven't at least put like a panel on backwards yeah. first and then had to take it apart at some point. <laughs> it's frustrating. I'm there sick. Of, I'm sick of holding yeah. Allen wrenches. That is true. I know. There I've got go. a collection of them. <laughs> a water main burst in Chattanooga, cutting the city off from their water for 36 hours. Wow. Is this a big deal or just a drop in the bucket, Chad? Or sooner, you go yeah. Stern. I was affected by it over over where I am on uh, the North Shore. And, you know, it um, fortunately it didn't last that long. When you're in those situations, you're like, especially in the Northeast, we lose power and stuff. And you never know what it's going to come back. And that's where, like, the real concern comes in, especially when you have little kids like I do. You have pets. We have, like, a water bubbler, so we had enough water to take care of us. But, like, it's hot in Chattanooga. I was starting to smell. I had to go on an airplane. I was afraid all the Chattanoogans I'd be on the airplane with would be stinking. They were all stinking with you. I mean, sometimes they just stink anyway. Yeah, don't just kidding. It's it's getting a little smelly in here right now. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's warm in this room. Um, You know, what? the big deal about it is that this other report came out, the, the news station relieved that the city of Chattanooga had told Tennessee Water multiple times they need to fix the infrastructure there because one break could shut down the whole system. And it happened. It was like in a disaster movie. Like, and like, now oh, there's no, a class action suit. So yeah. Good. I was about to say that. Far, yeah. I think this is a big deal. Uh, it affects, like, it was like, it's one of those things, like, sometimes when our electricity goes out, we're like, yep, we're really dependent on electricity and we're aware of this. Mm-hmm. When your water goes out, you suddenly are like, wait. You know, yeah. I can't go to work. We can't no. flush the toilets. We can't oh, yeah, take that a was shower. A big thing. We can't. And then, you know, it goes even all the way down to I'm, I'm at Walmart trying to get a little meat in, from the deli section. It's close. They can't cut my meat because oh. they can't wash yeah. the blades because yeah. it ha- yeah. there might be, you know, that it just goes on and on and on. All the different small things you don't think about when you, you can't trust your, your water supply. Yeah. It's an infrastructure thing. And I'm pretty pretty worked up about it still. Yeah, the and, poor businesses. And all the businesses down here that had to shut down yeah. for the weekend. Yeah, a lot of us like, had to work remote, yeah. too. It, I it mean, because impacted a lot of people. You, you can't have offices with 100 or 1,000 people with toilets that can't yeah. flush. Can't. That's going to cause a, a much bigger problem. Yeah, it, it, it was a big deal, and now they're kind of working through it, and we'll yeah. see where it legally ends up. Yeah. Well, we're getting new What the Truck t-shirts. Wear that deal or take it off, Chad. I don't we think I are. Should say that. <laughs> this is great. This is a big deal. I'm so excited. I didn't know. I just read yeah. it. on the script. What, yeah. what kind of shirts? I want to yeah, hear about this. Um, I, I I think it might be. We've been talking to Barry. I think it might be like a, a black design that almost like a tour shirt. It's got some some information on the back. It's got a little more of a simplified logo. Oh, like a tour shirt. Like, yeah, because you guys tour yeah, a lot. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some of the streaming sites. The What the Truck Live shirt. Since we're 
We're live all the time. Maybe yes. we'll get them in, in sizes that like are real popular and yeah. then we won't run out and only have like triple X's. Well, dude, our other shirt, like I don't even have the blue and it's so popular. You see people Everyone's here wearing it all the time. I don't even have, I'm on yeah. a show. I don't have my own shirt. Um, <laughs> so I'm glad that they're having them so I can finally have oh, my own, but it'll be great I to know. give away. And the nice thing about having another shirt is like it won't, it, um, and I'm glad we're going with a different one than the regular one because it won't create, create redundancy. So now yeah. people can wear two what the truck shirts a week. Not one, but two. Or four. Wow. You know, but the blue one is classic and great. But now I think we're gonna have a black one, and I'm Upgraded. really looking forward to that. Because well, my I'm glad color. we agreed on those two, uh, those last two big deal little deals. Yeah, I think I won that round. I yeah. think. Are you, you are you excited <laughs> to have a, a what the truck shirt? I oh, am. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I always get jealous of the other ones. There's Me some too. slick looking shirts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm so a now, recurring regular on the show. I yeah, yeah. sure. Exactly. Same. Wow. Are you guys hitting the road anytime soon? You just were in Houston. You know, I Thank haven't heard the latest update. Are we going to Dallas? You're kind of a. I don't know. You're kind of our manager. You know, you. I know. I'm the show booker. We need to ask uh, Arlen and Dale if yeah, we're Dale. Uh, if we're going to Dallas. Dale, Bradford, uh, those teams. I think uh, who else gets some? Kevin. Oh, yeah, is that those in October? Seem like the three yeah, guys. Yeah, October nineteenth. Yes, is, okay, uh, that we'll may be happening. Pencil is in. <laughs> we will for sure be at Freightways Live. Yes. Now the greenest event yes. in Freight Tech. So right cool. On. We're going green. Great yep, article yeah. online. Yeah. Yeah. So, we so the like agenda that. too. A lot of MCing by you. You're going to be a busy lady there. I will be busy. It'll be fun. Yeah. Big well, deal. That is a big deal. Good thing you didn't say little deal. Well, I guess you can, you can hang here because this was our last oh, segment. So, um, I'll stay. Go to FreightWaves.com slash podcast. You can find the old episodes of this show in the audio version. If you want the video version, go to our YouTube channel, the FreightWaves YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. You know, smack that bell. Bang. When you subscribe, you'll get a notification every time one of these come up. We also have FreightWaves Insiders. I did that this week with uh, Ian Jeffries. He's the CEO and president of the Association of American Railroads. That's out now. Yes. slash podcast or your favorite podcast player of choice. Just like this show. You guys, we have an off-the-supply chain that's going to be streaming Tomorrow. at noon, noon, right? 12 Eastern. Yeah. yeah. We come out it, at noon on Friday. It's Fridays. actually extremely timely with everything going on in Houston with the extreme flooding. We're talking about disruption yes. in the supply chain Thank you. Yes, in terms exactly. of weather. So, oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask what the topic is. Yeah, Very so informative I, with what's happening. Yeah, that could be a show. What's the topic? What's the topic? <laughs> it sure go. could so, be. Yeah, we've look, we've got all kinds of plans. Lots of crazy things yeah. happening with Freight Waves TV each and every day around here. We've yeah. got new shows in the yeah. offing and planning. Yeah. yeah, not ready to announce yet, but but no. maybe in the future we'll have well, a smash we'll reel or yeah. something. Yeah. There's definitely more stuff in the works. More heavily produced content, not overproduced, but just oh. produced content on location kind of stuff. Just a little teaser. Maybe like going on tour. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Freightways Radio over the weekend. Road Dog Trucking. Sirius XM Channel 146, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Johnny Kingston has most of the segments on there because I'm going to be at a wedding in Rhode Island. Oh, oh. well, nice. Have, have a good time there. Thanks, guys. Who's getting married? Uh, my sister and my, my wife's my wife's a triplet, and her sister is getting married. So I guess my sister-in-law. Wow, your wow. wife's a triplet. Yes. Oh. Three are they originals or, or replicas? No, there's a boy in there. There's uh, a, but they're all identical. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they're uh okay. Well, that is fantastic. Yeah. And um we'll see you. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Oh. At Chad Prevost on the Twitter. That's right. At Timothy Dooner. At, at Emily Zink. We make it easy so people yeah. don't find us. Yeah. And that is S Z I N K. Yeah, that's the sign. That is. All right, let's turn the ignition on our closing theme. Little cowbell for the people who are flooding in Houston. Yes, we're thinking about you, Ann and Shreveport. Little cowbell for going green with, uh, what? Great Waves Live. Great Waves Live, all kinds of great things happening around here. Little cowbell for brand new shows. 
because you've been listening to What The Truck! Oh, a little cowbell for our listeners. Shout out to Morgan Hugh! Yeah. Hope you're feeling better, buddy. Oh, yeah, a little cowbell for Morgan Hugh and a little cowbell to beat that appendix or whatever's going on. Yeah, about. shout out to Silent Barry. Hope you're staying quiet out there, Bear. Good night.